on this episode, this episode of Japan, Japan 2.0. I got named Roy and yeah. Dopeness. Or Shinzo really Dopeness yeah. and um, Stutz. Yuzan. Stutz. Stutz yeah, yeah, yeah. So a whole bunch of hip-hop acts that we, we were big fans of. Mm. And so it was kind of a no-brainer. If I wasn't going to Fuji Rock, this is where I wanted to go. Hello and welcome to Japan 2.0. We're coming at you from the raw and natural mountains of Kyoto. Still campground. Still campground. Everyone knows it. World famous. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a really small campground. Uh, so Matt and I are getting out of the city, which is all too rare. And uh, we're sitting here in the month of April. But Golden, we're not, week. Golden we're... Week's getting started. We're not particularly doing country things, though. We're not doing... We're staring uh, at know, a campsite. We, we are not camping. Uh, yeah. What brings us to this mountainside? Well, we came to, to, for a music festival, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the... Fam- Japan is kind of famous for music festivals. And uh, today we're at a music festival called Butter. Circus plus, and Butter. Plus Circus. Yeah. I think... Which way is it, does it go? Does it go butter, butter plus Circus. circus? Yeah, yeah. So, Butter is a curry place we would have talked about at some point in the podcast. Uh, it does, like, Japanese curry. and It's out of Osaka. Yeah, for yeah. me, it kind of holds a special meaning because our, our good friends, uh, Akira, he told me um, we run our cafe that we always talk about, um, Keriko. They, one time, read in a magazine about this place called Butter and, and took me here before they even had their cafe. And, you know, for them, I think it was just a pretty average place. Uh, but for me, it was really special. Um, I really liked the the curry and everything was re- was good, but it, that alone wouldn't make it special. For me, just kind of the vibe of the overall restaurant, and I felt it was kind of like a, the pulse of like the underground art scene in Osaka. And at the time, I didn't know. I thought this is just the tip of the iceberg. There's going to be probably a million cooler places once I move out here. After living here now for many years, butter is kind of the pulse of the underground of kind of the hip-hop more hip-hop-y side scene of uh, like the art scene i guess in osaka or kansai yeah yeah they've definitely been there when we gone to other events when we went to universe to see uh, stp skadalapa mm. uh they were there serving curry and they also have like the stp t-shirts and stuff so they definitely the, the have friends, a connection yeah, yeah connection to like some of the guys for sure yeah, um, hip hop, the hip hop culture, and right. like un- underground and old school hip hop culture. Yeah, and I mean, even the way we found this event is through like this flyer system that they use in Japan. So on that same trip, I got like really, you go to a lot of these cooler cafes and bars and stuff, and they carry these really nicely made flyers with great designs on them. And we used to just bring them back to Korea and decorate our apartments with them, you know? Yeah. Um, now they're actually really useful. Now that we live here, we don't really decorate our apartments with them anymore because they're, they're pretty normal. For us now but um i mean i still grab a couple and hang some up but uh we used to be pretty obsessed with those things but yeah they give really great information so matt and i were just hanging out what two weeks ago yeah having a really great night at another kind of dj event and we just popped in some shops and saw some cool flyers and yeah i pick them up a lot and i say i actually go to the things like one in 30 times yeah it's pretty rare and uh it was 
quick turnaround for us like we found it and then two weekends later we, we booked the trip and here we are yeah i mean just a little background on that david and i were considering going to another festival one you might know called uh fuji rock and if you haven't heard david's great episode on fuji rock you should go back right now and listen to that because i'll give you a good idea of what um the this you know kind of like the camping like. music festivals are like and um uh, we were kind of planning on going, but I wasn't too thrilled about the acts that were coming to Japan this year. Um, there were a few that I was a little bit interested in seeing, but nobody big. And then when we f- saw this flyer, it was a bunch of acts that we were into. Yeah. Uh, Chelmiko or Kelmiko. I don't know how they pronounce their name. Uh, we'll maybe we'll, find, we'll figure it out today. Yeah, because they're going to be up next. Yeah, a guy named Roy and yeah. do- Dopeness. Or Shinzo really Dopeness yeah. and um, Stutz. Yuzan. Stutz. Stutz yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So a whole bunch of hip-hop acts that we, we were big fans of. Mm. And so it was kind of a no-brainer. If I wasn't going to Fuji Rock, this is where I wanted to go. <laughs> I probably won't go to Fujiwara now because of this. I was thinking of going. Just price difference alone. I mean. At the end of the day, accommodation, getting out here and everything like that, it'll probably run us like 150 bucks, you know, maybe 200, buy some t-shirts and, you know, have a little extra food, kind of live it up because we're, we're on holiday, you know, Golden Week's coming up. We're, you know, Fuji Rock would be about a grand um, to do with all the same accommodation and travel for us where we live, you know. If I live in Tokyo, I think I'd go to Fuji Rock every year just because it wouldn't be that expensive to get out there. Um, but it takes a long time. Yeah. And it, and the travel is expensive. So for Matt, yeah. like, the, the lineup here is better than Fuji Rock, which is interesting because Fuji Rock's going to have, like, 100 artists, you know? They'll probably have some good acts that aren't on the top billing that you just yeah, yeah, find. Yeah. You know, exactly. You know? but, but the biggest difference is this isn't international at all. I mean, I think one of the DJs earlier seemed to not be Japanese, but besides him, you know, every other act uh, is Japanese. Yeah. Where at Fuji Rock, you're getting, you know, primarily more than 50% of those are non. Japanese they're international artists right yeah uh, so I agree like the lineup here for Japanese musicians even for me is something I'm more into but the international stuff with Fuji Rock I really like you know I don't get me wrong I think Fuji, Fuji Rock would be fun mm-hmm. any year you go I mean it sounds like you could have a good time no matter what yeah the I mean the it if I'm gonna go to a, something like that though and make the effort to do it I do want it to be um uh, a little bit one. like yeah, yeah my style you know like a, there has to be somebody there and usually like Beck goes to Fuji Rock or um, you know some big acts like that Radiohead often goes even though I'm not the biggest Radiohead fan the, the Tom York's there this year is he yeah. there this year doing some, some solo thing okay um, and then um, but I will say like at yeah. this point oh, Bubbles we got you gotta have a music festival in Japan without Bubbles 
Uh, that's, that's sincere, <laughs> by the way. I'm not yeah, even joking. There are bubbles. Um, the Fuji Rock lineup is only halfway done. So if you are thinking of going to Fuji Rock, right now it is April. Fuji Rock is the last weekend in July, so pretty much August. At this point, they only do give you about half the artists that are there. Granted, most of the big names are announced already, and it's kind of more of the medium or smaller acts that kind of show up later. Um, but, yeah, it's tough to say what the year is going to be like, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, anyway, it's, it's cool to have this kind of in our own backyard, and I, I hope it's an annual thing. As far as I know, this is the first time they're doing it. We said it's called Butter uh, by Circus Con Music Festival, and Circus is, like, the, probably the most well-known or... In my opinion, if I was ever going to go to a club in Osaka, uh, Circus would be the club that I would go to. Yeah. You know, we're not really in the clubbing stuff anymore at this point in our lives, but uh, Circus seems like one of the better ones. So It gets a lot of the big DJs, a lot of the Kyoto guys, and um, and a lot of hip-hop shows and acts. Yeah, it gets um, international artists and stuff, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so for us, we were kind of just hoping to get like a small scale Fuji Rock with this experience. And we honestly didn't really know what to expect. For us, it all kind of came together last minute. I think that's kind of why it's exciting is that we didn't have like months of expectations building up or it didn't cost a lot of money for us. So it's kind of a really pleasant surprise, you know? Yeah. It's much, I knew it was going to be small, but it's even smaller than I think I thought it was going to be. Well, for one, the weather is not <laughs> totally ideal. It's we've, a little bit cold for... So we've um, had a really yeah. good weather in the last, like, two or three weeks here. It's, you know, cherry blossoms are gone and falling off now. And Although here there's cherry blossoms still. Just yesterday in Kobe, I was... I came home and, like, stripped off, like, my, my clothes. Like, I was sweating. It was our sports day. Mm. I was carrying my son home, and I was, like, dying sweating. And now I'm wearing a winter jacket and, like, hoodies and... I'm freezing cold still. I so. bought another hoodie, you know, another <laughs> just sweater to just warm, to stay right? warm. We are on top of a mountain, so, yeah. like, it does get cold, but... Well, and we were expecting this, so we knew to bring, like, a jacket, and we knew to bring, you know, like, uh, you know, pants and stuff. We looked up the weather ahead of time, but... But still... Yeah, it is a little bit cooler than I think everyone was anticipating. So that's part of these whole, like, again, Japan does this whole mountain camping music festival thing. It's definitely a thing here. And being up on a mountain, in my experience doing these, I don't come up mountains often unless I'm going to these music festivals. The weather is really like, you see rain and sun, and it's just constantly changing. You know, it's, it is hard to prepare for. Well, right now I'm looking at our phones, and there's like raindrops on them. You know, like recording this in the <laughs> yeah. rain right now. I think so, we've seen snow too. Honestly, nah, a little like, bit of snow. Like sleet. And, yeah. yeah. Um, so I will say, yeah, if you do come, prepare for all elements which we we tried to do but we ended up ditching our bags at a uh ryokan that we're staying at and so we have maybe less of our gear than we we would have just for ease of not having to carry it now that we're here though i would if we had our bags i would have just like dumped them by a tree oh yeah i would have felt fine just keeping them there and not holding them it seems really like local and um i mean a lot of the places the vendors that are here especially like the food vendors Mm -hmm. are people that are in our neighborhoods like some people from your neighborhood some people from my neighborhood i recognize a whole bunch of faces i'm two hours out from like where i live in my like favorite local curry shop the guys here selling us curry I, I can't believe it, to be honest, because we're just in the middle of nowhere. At the Rio Con we stayed at, we told the guy we're going to come out to the music festival, you know? We showed him on the map, and he just, like, shook his head and was like, yeah, yeah, I don't know where that is. You're, you're in the countryside. And he said, home zero. Home zero. Home zero. zero. Yeah, we right. have no idea what that he, meant. He gave us this very cryptic message in English. He's <laughs> yeah. like, all right, when you go to Kyoto Station, from Kyoto Station. Home zero. Yeah, phone home zero. 
and Matt and I are still boggled. We have no idea what that means. Yeah. So if you know, if you speak more Japanese than we do, maybe it's some weird translation thing from Japanese to English. What we would love to hear the answer to. Maybe it's to page like yeah. a, the shuttle or something. Would you like, yeah, would you like giving us no like idea. train directions? Like, all right, yeah, when you go get the train, just just remember Kyoto Station, home zero. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe you just meant Kyoto's like your starting point, your home base, or what? But it was a magical uh, message. music lovers music junkies love live music this is the most like relaxed concert music situation i've ever been to in my life yeah well the first the first act that was on was um it was a guy with a sitar and a a with a dj and the dj was playing beats and the the guy in the sitar was playing music playing the sitar um uh if you know shankar's music um uh anand shankar he's like a famous sitarist Mm. it was very similar to that um and yeah that was pretty cool but it was so early early on that you know like a lot of people weren't around Uh, even watching it you know there was like what we got five six people uh, watching seven or eight people yeah maybe at the most even for us like we just got off the bus there's like a shuttle bus that brought us up here and we're just kind of like exploring the, the scene you know so they were really, really good. I'm glad we, we caught some of their music, you know? I wish they would have gone on later or in between, like, the sets because right. it seems like they would have been a, a, lo- a lot of fun to it watch. Hit, it just yeah. came up, hit at the wrong time, you know? That's right. But uh, we were just, yeah, exploring the scene. There's all these food stalls here. There's about eight curry shops. One main curry. one main stage, one DJ booth. Yeah. The DJ booth was really small. Like, I knew there was going to be a DJ stage, I thought, but it's legit like a log cabin. Oh, it's, a like a, it's like a little, like, um, what, do you, what, do you, what would you shack. call that? Like the, um, a ranger, little ranger station that they converted into, like, a little DJ booth. That's yeah. a ranger station. Like, like a, a ranger. Park like ranger. Park ranger. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like park ranger shack. Yeah. It's a DJ booth. Maybe uh, they keep brooms in there, rakes or something. Actually, we did see a guy raking. Yeah. breaking up leaves so. we're like a two minute walk from that dj station and like a, a four minute walk from the main stage and as you can probably tell from our recording you might hear some wind but you won't hear any music it's it's interesting how loud it is when you're there but we're up in the mountains like this it's just when you get far away from the stage the sound kind of dies it just kind of goes off into the ether you know yeah it's, it's, it's such an interesting environment to see a show you know and this isn't common, I mean, uncommon for um, summertime, you know. There there are often a lot of these festivals going on, yeah. I, I, especially in of, Tokyo. This time of year is rare, though. Around Tokyo and Fuji. Yeah, it's a little early. It's because of Golden yeah. Week, though. This, this year, there's a crazy Golden Week. Ten days. Ten days, which I think is unprecedented, at least in mo- modern history, maybe going way back. The Heisei era is here, man. You, we don't have the... It's Reiwa. It's Reiwa, man. Oh, the Heisei is over. Heisei is over. Yeah. Oh, man. Get with it. 
Um, I'm still living in the Heisei era, so, you know. <laughs> gotta live in the moment. Mindfulness, man. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, everyone's spirits are high. You know, people are in great moods. They got this big holiday kicking off. New uh, emperor. Yeah. You know, people are freaking out of that. Like, they think, like, the stock market's going to crash because no one's going to be working for... Because Japan, people overwork. They don't take holidays. And the government is trying to push holidays more, you know, and implement more holidays. But it's just so against the culture, you know. Japan's not great at making changes fast, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, they, they think... It's like craziness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of people are are not working for 10 days. So, Um, yeah, I was concerned. You know, my bank has a tendency Mm. of closing down and stuff. And I haven't heard anything about the the bank uh, closing down for Golden Week. But I wouldn't be surprised if it did, you know. So I I pulled out some cash beforehand just in case, you know, just to make sure that I could pay you because I owe you for the tickets for this thing. Right, you owe me for our friendship. Yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I'm in debt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so spirits are high. You, you find, for me, I'm not on a Japanese schedule, you know. Our Matt, Matt's school has a little more Japanese holidays than, than my school does. But, yeah, I always see, like, these concerts on, like, Tuesday nights or Sundays nights. I mean, granted, Japan's pretty bad at that in general. But a lot of times uh, it means, like, there's a Japanese holiday, there's a festival or something. You do find these things that are kind of clustered around the big holiday breaks here. So. Yeah. Yeah, even with that though, like the turnout here is very small. Yeah, it's really quiet. Like, um, it's almost, almost too small if that's possible. Like in Japan, where everything's kind of overcrowded, and I typically don't even leave my house on Sundays, you know, because I leave, I walk in my neighborhood and stuff. But I don't go to like Sanamiya, like downtown Kobe, just because it's just too much for me. Um, so I'm always like craving like this kind of quiet time. It's almost even like a little too quiet here, you know. Well, in a lot of ways, it is camping, and I do see a lot of people at the campgrounds. Mm-hmm. And I think um, a lot of people here are are you know out there in their tents, you know, and and making curries and and doing the camping thing, which is yeah. you know it's it's kind of the way to do it if you're camping in. You, if you want to go see a show, you can go see a show. And actually, even if you're going to camp in a campground like this, you still need to pay, right? So it probably is yeah. not that much more to come in and pay for a ticket to go see a show and and uh, also pay for camping. What was it? Twenty Another 2,000 two, yen? Yeah. So about 20 bucks. So let's take a break and come back and talk about like pricing. So yeah. Sure. I think this event, I'm kind of hopeful that it's going to happen again. I definitely would recommend it if, uh, you know, you live in the Kansai area or even if you're a big fan of, like, an artist who's playing here to see them in such an intimate setting. I mean, I'm, I'm really excited to see Dopeness and Roy because uh, we saw them at the Creators Project in Osaka and that was probably the most crowded, like, kind of scared of, like, being like trampled that i've had in japan yeah and we weren't even that far in the into the the auditorium yeah we were stuck in the doorway we couldn't like get out of the doorway completely just to enter the building so like we're like in the doorway where you'd enter and just the crowd was so bad we just kept getting like pressed up against it and we wanted to see them more um but we you know left just because it was pretty uncomfortable and maximum yeah maximum capacity so we're gonna get to see that same group with probably you know 100 people max i'm gonna guess it is yeah. getting more and more crowded as we're here 
but uh that that'll be really really cool so if you check out the axe you know and you see somebody you like I, I would definitely travel to see him such a small scale you know yeah um yeah it's pretty cheap coming out here You're, we were talking about camping right before camping was 20 bucks at fuji rock is very similar i want to say something like 10 to 20 dollars a night at fuji rock just just that's for the ground uh you have to bring your own stuff you know if you want to do driving i think parking was around like ten dollars a park you can just like park camping especially like camp out of like the back of a van or something like that um but for us just coming here for for two days it's saturday and sunday it was 88 bucks um there's a shuttle bus that brings you here if you don't have a car it's five dollars each way 500 yen the weird thing tell them about the weird thing matt about going to the station the, the pricing and getting tickets saturday and sunday one day oh yeah day. yeah so they didn't offer tickets for saturday you had to buy tickets for sunday but the only way you could come on saturday was to buy the ticket for saturday and sunday so there, there's so, two yeah. options there's a two-day pass or a one-day pass matt and i were here on saturday all the artists we want to see are on saturday so we just want to buy the saturday pass which is fifty dollars yeah or for the one-day pass however they only sell the one-day pass for sunday so you can buy a one-day pass for Sunday, or you can buy a two-day pass for both days. There's no way to buy a one-way pass for Saturday. At first, I figured, like, oh, it must be sold out. <laughs> there was literally, there was no option ever for that, it turns out. And they stack Saturday to be, like, the good day, you know? Like, I think everyone's going to want to come on Saturday, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there's one or two quarters on Sunday, but that seems like a really weird system. Granted, I'm thankful they don't charge $100. It could just double the one-day price, right? Sure. So it is a little bit cheaper, you know, to buy the two-day pass, but... It's a little strange, yeah. strange way to do it. Maybe it's a, it's better for them. You know, in a lot of ways, like the Japanese music scene requires a lot of... Um, a lot of weird money. The yeah, money aren't things. aren't actually making any money. The artists don't make that much. And they, just, there's got to be a way that they, they make money. Mm. And then maybe the way they look at it is if everybody comes on Saturday and Sunday not as many people come, then they can relax. You know, like the whole group of circus and butter and all them can relax and enjoy the vibes of the yeah. you know the day if it's quiet who knows maybe some of the acts that we don't know you know because of the japanese yeah. acts there's a lot of kanji in the names yeah, and so yeah. I, there's a lot of artists I, i've never heard of before and a lot of artists that like the artists performing now i do know of but i didn't recognize her because um, the, na- the name the name wasn't yeah. kanji you know um i could kind of speak to that too in terms of like we could do a whole episode about like the music industry and the way they make money and stuff like that. But yeah, in short, uh, a lot of uh, artists and musicians here, even big names, don't make the money that they make in a Western country. Typically, all that money goes to like their their label or the kind of parent companies. But um, I don't know if it's because of that or not. But you know, we've seen some people last year who are pretty big names. You know, we have their albums and I, I watch their music videos. And to me, they're they're celebrities. You know, and they're just so low key. Something's going down now. This is probably the DJ set. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so the music here, by the way, there's two stages. They don't tend to compete. So, like, the DJ and uh, the artists don't play at the same time. So you get the DJ going for a bit. From, from what we've seen so far, and when they're done, then the artist plays on another stage, which is kind of interesting. But, um, yeah, so the artists are just walking around here, like, so low-key. Like, not only, like, the way they're dressed and they're, like, ambiance, but just... No one, no one like bothers them either you know which is really interesting no one asks for autographs or pictures and i do wonder if it's because like they're not making like tons of money you know and like wearing like i don't know gucci and driving like ferraris and stuff you know like they're just like we saw dopeness and he legit looked like 
someone's dad chaperoning them here, like a groundskeeper. <laughs> he always has that vibe. Yeah, but just like a dude. Everyone, like we've seen multiple artists, and I have to like look like four times. Like, is that them? Is that them? Because no one is giving them any, you know, any special attention, and they just look like they roll out of bed. <laughs> like, not a big deal. I mean, I think when you come to these things, and I think especially in Japan, you're. Your audience is so small, and you're catering to such a small audience. And I think they kind of understand that, like, you, you don't need to be the big, you know, a big act. And we spend a lot of money on your albums and stuff, you know, because I mean, seriously, like, their albums are cheap. Like, if you buy their records, if you buy their um, their CDs, it's like double the price that you'd spend back in the, the U.S. Yeah, the music, you know, for yeah. like music is expensive. Physical media, yeah. right? And um, so I think that. You know, I don't know. I think there's people who are a little more low key. It's kind of like the French, you know, where like a lot of actors and stuff move to France because they can walk around and the French people don't bug them, you know, and yeah, their yeah, paparazzi Japan's, doesn't bug them. Japan's really famous for celebrities coming here. Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit that they're a little bit less known, but yeah, I do think the Japanese people are. I've heard other people say this too. You know, they just kind of even Japanese celebrities, you know, like the big ones, they don't really bother them. Yeah, and and that's kind of how I, I feel when I see him too. I will like, I don't want to bother. Say them, my you know? expectation of her coming here. I didn't know that about Japan. I didn't really think that because there's like the famous like Michael Jackson coming to the airport, you know, and like the girls like peeing their pants and like crying. You've seen that side of Japan too, right? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Where it's I know like what you're saying, yeah. We have that back home too, where people freak out. But I've seen some stuff in Japan that's like hysteria, like people like losing their like mental stability with yeah. celebrities but, but i do it, think that's super extreme when it comes situations. to hip-hop too you know like hip-hop's never that way you know like i mean you think of maybe kanye or somebody like that you know might garner that kind of like attention oh but he's famous for this is like he you know as a closet kanye fan he really likes coming to japan because it says they leave him alone here too yeah, but yeah. even him, right? Even him, yeah. But I mean, I think just like hip hop heads kind of understand that, you know, like here in Japan, especially, where the people that are more obsessive like that, those always has have to be pop acts. There's groups like um, what are they, Glay, and uh, what, what's the other one? Um, the Thrill Smap. You know, like those <laughs> bands have Smap like broke up. Didn't but, you hear? but those guys yeah. command like Pro- that, that hysteria. Those, you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, it's kind of interesting to know. We, I think we've gone on record talking about it before, but just seeing it time and time again, it, it's so crazy that, yeah, they're just regular people. You know, and that's how it should be, I, I think. So oh, I appreciate but, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But, yeah, this festival, like I said, we'll put, like, links to it. I, I do feel like it could be a regular thing, hopefully, you know? I hope so, because we'll yeah, we'll, I'd like to come back. We'll yeah. put it, I mean, if you're coming back in 2020 or something and listen to this, we'll definitely keep up with it. I'm sure we'd, we'd come back again. Um... I'm personally debating, so we paid for the two-day pass. I am debating on coming in the second day or not, just because for me, I, I do, like, I have to go home for, like, for dinner on Sunday, and it does kick off kind of, kind of late. Um, really, I mean, for a music festival, it starts at 9 a.m. officially, which is very, very early. And it it's ends just early, too, which is ending at 9. Around 9. Maybe the last act is going on right. at 9. Yeah. That is early, especially for Japan, where, like, we went to a show, was it two weekends ago or whatever, and... It went until, like, 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. Yeah, yeah. 5 it didn't get right? started until, like, 11 yeah. when we had to get on our right. train. And that's kind of yeah. a problem for us. Whenever we do try nightlife here, uh, we just got to make the last train, you know? So, uh, yeah, it's it's interesting timing here. Uh, but I will say that, yeah, like, you got to take a bus and kind of get up on top of the mountain and stuff. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm still on the fence. Let's see how it goes. 
Maybe maybe we'll just come maybe, back after maybe some of the these, acts. Maybe these next acts, you know, will make you get you hype. And, that's right. You know, that's make right. you want to come back. Yeah, I, I'm gonna try to come back. I'm, I might just do it. You know, we'll uh, say you don't have to work on Monday, and I, well, do, I don't. So I don't part, have to work on Monday. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm on vacation time right now. Yeah. Um, I'd rather you you come as well. You know, I mean, otherwise I'll have to make new friends. You know, I'm so shy. Uh, I don't know uh, if people know this about <laughs> me, but people are very friendly here. You can make friends yeah. easily, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just interesting to see who's playing or who's performing, and you know, we've found some new music yeah, was, already. We should from talk the DJs about and stuff. the other two acts that we've seen, right? So before we kind of wrap up here, we saw the Matt mentioned the sitar, the DJ group. We don't, I don't know their name. Yeah, we'll put links to these people in. We're gonna try to include some music, spice it in. Um, second group we call. What are they called? Plugs. The, um, Moon plug. Mini plug. Mm-hmm. Mudo, Mundo or something like it's like some Southeast yeah. Asian plugs definitely in the name yeah, yeah. but they've been the highlight so far yeah they were awesome they were like a band we of a, like mismatch like um, I mean they were all playing like traditional like Asian instruments like Southeast Asian instruments but it felt like, like Thai or something yeah like very Thai Thai influence check our um, Instagram I'll archive the stories so yeah. this is all under it's not gonna be on our main Instagram but if you go like the story section uh, we'll archive it. We'll call it like the Butter Circus Festival. like down to earth guys a lot of videos so the sound they're like super hippie like trance playing like yeah traditional instruments but their look was incredible it was like they're just office workers wearing like all orange polos and like khakis one dude was wearing flip-flops and it's freezing cold they're just so (laughs) non-plus like they almost like they didn't even know each other and the way they got started was just like that they didn't use the stage they like were just off like to the off, side. yeah, yeah, just hanging kind out, of separate, yeah. not that close together. And they started moving through the crowd. And it started with like, just yeah. like, yeah, there's like ten people watching, and by the end, you know, they had a crowd of maybe like forty going, you know. Yeah, um, they were incredible. Yeah, yeah. they were really good. So I was feeling it. Super artsy, super like hippie, but then like halfway through their set, they just turn on like this little John song. And they like air horns. Yeah, and they're just playing like the the percussion to it. Yeah, it was so weird. some like yeah hardcore EDM. I don't know trap thing. And then that stopped. They went back to their thing. It was whole, they didn't smile. One guy was smiling a little bit, but it was so amazing. I was I couldn't stop laughing. Like, I was laughing for like five minutes straight. It was great. They were an amazing group. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad that we got to see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then after that, uh, we had. Um, a, a girl we don't actually know her name as we mentioned before but if you uh, listen to our episode about starting a business in Japan where um, we had talked about uh, with Chad of course uh, yeah. starting up a restaurant restaurant out here he had mentioned uh, this act that he happened to see on his trip out here that he really loved and that was our song of the show that he chose and we just you know as happenstance may have it we, we listened to her out here really good uh, relaxing music the dj that they had she was amazing she was playing some people under the stairs and some like uh quantic and some some other yeah yeah, some other reggae and stuff you don't even know know the names this is what i talked about in the fuji rock episode like 
yeah, you should have like three or four people you want to see to pay that money to go out to Fuji Rock, but you're just gonna hear people you've never heard of before that are amazing. You become fans, and then you learn the name after, you know. Um, which doesn't always work for me. I've gone to so many. I got, you got friends that drag you to shows, right? And they're like, "I'll oh, come see this band with me," and you go, and you don't know the album. And it's, yeah, it was, it was alright. It was a good time, but I didn't love the music, you know. Yeah. To me, that's more times than not what happens when I go and I don't know the music back home. But I would say like these festivals, just there's. I mean, there's so much music and there's multiple stages that, yeah, if one or two acts are bad, it's not a big deal, you know? Well, I was remembering back home, you got, like, two or three acts. Two of them stink, then it's kind of a waste of time and money, you know? Right. <laughs> but, uh, there's, always, there's always something you're going to enjoy at a festival like this. I mean, right. I, got the people watching. And then the food is great, too. Like, oh, the curry. Talk, yeah. I had I had main, which is main, like, a, it's like ramen with no soup. Yeah. And that was good. It wasn't the best, but it was good. That, that was and, not good, but... The curry has been amazing. Curry's like I said, great, my, yeah. my local neighborhood curry spots out here. Generally, the curry is around six bucks. It's a little, little bit on the small side, you know. But the beer, you get the to try more. The beer is a bit of a ripoff. Beer is six dollars. It's a bo- bottle for six dollars. I think it's the average price. Yeah, the guy, the guy on the beer tent looked a little bit like, like he was. Uh, it's it's kind of like a, a weird beer that they're selling. It's like a it's Southeast not, Asian yeah, yeah. beer. Something, something. And the guy behind, there was this one guy that's in the tent. It's like way in the back. He's got tattoos up his neck. Yeah. And he looks like he's not happy. You know, like, looked a little shady. Okay. I thought, let's just put it that way, right? Hey, I'm all right. It's $6 for, for a beer. That's not too bad. Yeah. I wish there was like a place just selling Asahi or something, you know? I just want a can, you know? Just yeah. like a can of Asahi. But um, the curries are all six bucks. There's like eight places doing curry, and they're really, really good. There's some, you know, like vintage clothing out here, and art. Uh, some guys are selling nori, you know. I picked up, Matt, a, picked a, up a really sweater, cool ping pong sweater. Yeah. yeah, maybe I'll take a picture of that. With some but influence it, of uh, Taya Matsumoto's ping pong. Yeah, some some very slight. Yeah, it's, it's super yeah, cool it's how they've done it actually. Yeah. But that's for like a bar in Shinsaibashi Osaka. That it's a ping pong in a bar. So so we find met new people, you know. And yeah. A new place Everyone's to hang out, yeah. So so friendly. So, yeah, man, come out. Even if it's not this festival, I think you know the vibe is very similar all across. So, check out. You know, if you're coming to Japan, you should definitely come see some music. If it's not winter time, I definitely recommend coming to one of these, uh, you know, kind of mountain camping festivals. Yeah, we but, have a we have a bunch of um, previous podcasts about music too. So you know, definitely go back in the archives, check out our music podcasts. You know, we have one about music venues. We have one about live shows, you know. I mean, if you need a, if you need to know what like you know the different ty- styles of music are, not you know, to like, toot our own horn, but I can't imagine anyone's those. covering Japanese music in the podcast form as well, well as we have. I, I think right now there's nobody doing it. Yeah. The people I used to listen to are long gone. What was know? that show? Do you remember the name of that show? That uh, was highlight. Art. Yeah, was it, it was called um, uh, Made in No Made in Japan. Maybe made in Japan, but no, I don't. I don't remember. Yeah. The guy went there, to EGM. Yeah, uh, yeah. There was a show. There was or a, IGM. That was interesting, but they're done. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, just go to our blog. It came from it. Japan. It came from Japan. It came, it came from came Japan. From Japan yeah. So they have their archives. Check those out. Go on our site. Just type in music, Japanese music. Matt has a bunch of awesome mixtapes. Um, putting some together now coming out in the future yeah as well hopefully women before summer. women of japanese rap that's my all-time favorite yeah yeah there might be some follow-ups to that in the yeah, future so yeah. yeah um yeah so check that out 
had a lot of people tweeting us about alcohol, Japanese alcohol in the last day or two. We saw a green tea, uh, it's like a Kyoto beer company. Kyoto beer gets complicated because there's Kyoto beer brewery, there's Kyoto beer company. I always get confused between those two. Uh, but yeah, a green tea beer, they asked if you ever had it. I'm not, I don't, I like green tea and I like coffee. I like green tea and I like beer. I like green tea and I like ice cream, but I do not like green tea plus those things, which is very common to find here. They love mixing green tea and other stuff. I like to keep it separate. I haven't had a green tea beer. I'll give it a shot. If now, if I come across it, I'll give it a shot. We'll see if I like it. I'm you know, I'm, no not, I'm not a big matcha. I I'm not a big matcha like person. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I kind of have my doubts as well. But anything's worth a try, right? If you right. try it once, Beer's and good, then if so. you don't like it, don't try it again. Another person asked if we had seen a Yamazaki whiskey. Yeah, yeah, the big one. You know, um, that as far as I the know, the Hibiki. Hibiki, yeah, yeah. There's all the different years, right? I'm yeah. not a big whiskey guy. As far as I know, that stuff's like the wells run dry and it's crazy expensive now. So someone mentioned they found it at like Costco and mm. nah, I've, I've not seen it in all my time out here. No, the Yamazaki is probably easier to find because it's it's not as many, um, it doesn't take as many years to make. Right. And didn't so, win the awards either. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the Hibiki, I think is kind of, yeah, done. I think that's almost Unless done. you're paying big dollars for that. I'm not an expert on this. If you want an expert... You should check out this guy, my hero, my local hero. I call him my local hero, Brian Ashcraft. Uh, he wrote a book about Japanese whiskeys. He wrote the book about the book. Japanese whiskeys. So um, if you're interested in Japanese whiskeys, you could always uh, hit, uh, check up. out check Brian out Ashcraft. Brian Ashcraft. Tell him Japan 2.0 sent you. Tell him Japan 2.0 sent you. One day I'm going to meet him. I'm going to geek out. Yeah. The guy's going to be think I'm the biggest weirdo in the world. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so thank thank you so much for reaching out to us. Um, yeah, we want to hear more from you guys. That's so. right. We're, in our next episode of recording, we're going to actually incorporate some of the stuff that we heard from a guy who wrote us. So yeah, actually, that. we've been getting a lot of messages from people. Keep them coming. Uh, if you email us at japan2.0, spell out point, um, we'll answer your questions on future podcasts. So you can Instagram message us too or Instagram, people like, people like the old Facebook, Facebook still. Yeah, yeah. You can do that. Yeah. Any of those places, hit us up. We'll be sure to get back to you. If we don't get back to you right away, just you remember, we, we will get back to you eventually. That's right. Our summer break's almost here. Yeah. We'll be living the dream. Oh, 2019. Man. Podcast galore. That's right. <laughs> Look forward to it. Uh, yeah. So keep on listening. Uh, yeah. The music of the show. We said we were going to do... Well, we're uh, going to do the music from the festival, uh, man. We'll just have that yeah, spliced yeah. in throughout. Yeah, uh, we're just going to have some like cool music from the yeah. festival. You so. can look on the show notes. We'll probably post some of the artists yeah. that were there. Yeah. Um, uh, and yeah, you can find us all over the internet. Japan 2.0. Once again, spell out point. Um, we're on a bunch of podcast feeds. We know how many of you are listening. We know how many reviews we've gotten so far. Doesn't take long to give us five star reviews. Thailand. Oh no, no, Israeli was the latest one. I had to translate that in Google Translator to read our Israeli. Someone put us up on like an Israeli thing. They said we were relaxed and have a good time. Yeah, I mean we are relaxed right now. We're definitely relaxing, and we're having a good time. So, uh, yeah, come join us. You know, all over the internet, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We do a lot on Instagram, so that's probably the best place to follow us. If you're interested in what we're doing. And yeah, Song of the Show is probably going to be Chin, Chin, Chin's Dopeness, yeah, Yuzan, and uh, that's my guess. But 
cool shirt. Uh, yeah, hey. Other people are wearing Matt's shirt. Same one that I just picked up. The guy up, told so, me I couldn't yeah. buy it because it would be weird if we were both wearing it. Did he say that, really? Yeah, yeah, you didn't hear no it? And I said, yeah, we're a couple, we're a couple. And he had a little chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, reach out. Yeah, until next time. See ya. Peace. Keep it